Alder Eskridge? Present. Alder McKinney? Present. Alder Rummel? Present. Alder Verveer? Mayor Soglin? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Um, we, if I walk away, we don't have a quorum. Mm-hmm. Matt, um, without breaking any confidences, did you finish that meeting that I think you just had, or are other people still in that meeting? Okay, that's not why I'm asking. But that meeting is done? In front of God and everybody else. Um, how'd it go? <laughs> it went very well. It did. Oh, great. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right, I'll... If we get Revere back here, I'll come back to get briefed by you. Okay, so what we got to do here is decide on our consent agenda. So the first thing I'm looking for is items for separation. Now, before we go into the list, uh, let me make a note that we here have separate. Did we call the meeting to order yet? Yeah. So before we go into the list, let me just point out that we've got a substitute on 26, so we will have to separate out 26. And I want to point out we do not have a single person registered wishing to speak on 24 and 30, but we have quite a number of people registered on 24 and 30 who are supportive and are available to answer questions. So, with that, let's go over items for separation that won't be on a consent agenda. Alderwoman Rummel. Thank you, Mayor. I would like to uh, take off the consent agenda item number 10. 10. Number 22. 22. 25. 25. 32. 32. And you're 26. And we have 26. So, so far, we've got those items. I'd like to also pull item 17, sorry, 17 I just wanted to be listed as a co-sponsor. Oh, Don't need to pull that. Um, 19, 21, and I assume we're pulling 35 as well. Okay. Now we've given time for Alderman Revere to catch his breath. I'll go through the numbers again. We've pulled out 10, 19, 21, 22, 25. 26, 32, and of course 35. Anything else? If not, yes, Alderman Revere. Thank you, Mayor. Just one left, then. Uh, that's item 14. You like 14? Separate two. Could you then, Alderman Revere, give a motion to suspend, to take up for adoption, or to adopt the recommendations? on 1 through 9, 11 through 13, 15 through 18, 20, 23, 24, 27 through 31, 33, and 34. So moved. 
Second. Motion to suspend to take those up. Second. Not debatable. All those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. Now can I have a motion to adopt all those items? So moved. Is there a second? Second. Discussion? That is debatable. Seeing none, all those in favor, aye. 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 Opposed, no. Motion carries. So, for everybody here on those remaining items, your items are taken care of. You can go back out into the cold. Uh, for all of you folks, uh, 24 through 30, thank you for your presence. And uh, great work. <laughs> Good to see you guys. Alderman Revere, would you mind taking the chair for just a moment while I slip into the back of the room to talk to Matt? And could we start out with a motion to adopt on item 10? Matthew, too. Is there a second? Second. Okay. Second. Motion to second. Discussion. Alderwoman Rommel. Um, I asked staff to yes. for some explanations of this, sure. and I got some, but I'd like to. Paul Kay, you want okay, you to just say it out loud so everyone can hear? Give a presentation. And the reason I, I there are so many um, things on the agenda where we are doing sole source um, agreements, and and I I read yours and it didn't seem to have as much oomph to it as compared to the others, which spurred my email to all of you. Thanks for coming. Paul, do you want to start then? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, or Christy, whoever wants to start first. So I start and then you can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everybody might, everybody here might not know you since oh. uh, you don't appear very often before the board of estimates when oh, you introduce yourself. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm Christy Zamber and I'm the lead worker for the municipal court. Um, Judge Koval is the department head and he's unavailable tonight, so I'm gonna. If you have questions, I'll try to answer them. Thank you all for being here. And, and again, whoever wants to go first, Paul or Christy. Or Actually, uh, I think I'll ask Dave to kind okay. of run Dave, through the. Um, does everyone know Dave? Maybe you should introduce yourself to Dave because you haven't been here recently. I'm famous, Dave. No. Um, <laughs> oh, that's good. Dave Faust, um, the Applications Manager in the Information Technology Department. Sure, I'd be happy to run through um, how we got to where we, we got to. Um, we wanted to get a new system for the municipal court because the system they're using now is a uh, legacy system that was built in-house um, more than 20 years ago. And it just doesn't do a lot of things that a modern municipal court system needs to do these days. So um, we put together a staff team in mid-2014 with people from court um, purchasing an IT and went through a, uh, a very um, detailed, put together a very detailed and comprehensive um, requirements list. Um, was uh, ended up being some 20-some pages long of trying to make sure we accounted for everything that a municipal court system needs to do. Um, so we developed that, and then um, we ended up inviting three vendors. We, take, we took quite a look at vendors that were in the Wisconsin market that would understand requirements of the state of Wisconsin because every state has nuances and differences in, in their laws. So we were interested in somebody that was already familiar with um, Wisconsin laws and requirements and had some market share in Wisconsin that um, 
the system has been used by, you know, several um, different municipalities already. So that, that got it narrowed to three vendors right then and there. So then we sent our requirements document to them um, and had them respond to it almost exact, well, exactly the same way you would do an RFP, except it just wasn't advertised. Um, and so those, those um, responses came in. There was a, a group that scored them. And every step of the way we did this, we did it um, in concert with purchasing. We checked in with them um, early and often on the process. Then from that, um, the, the inviters, uh, uh, respondents were invited to come and do a demo. And we um, had them do a scripted demo where we provided the script. And we wanted to see them do things we wanted to see, not just have them come and do their canned demo, which always looks perfect. Um, so um, we required them to follow our script. Um, they did that. We scored the demonstra uh, demonstrations, and then based on that, um, picked the system that um, is before you now as the one that, that best meets their needs. And um, it just so happens it's a Madison-based company as well. But um, it's used by a number of the municipalities throughout Wisconsin, which is helpful that they understand those, those things. Um, so then we requested the funding through the budget process and then worked with them purchasing in the attorney's office on the resolution. Thank you. I mean, maybe you should say a little bit more meat in this. It wouldn't, I wouldn't have called it off, but that's, sure. that's very satisfactory to me. Thank you. Okay. Person asked, One follow-up question. Um, was there any significant difference in the price that the three vendors quoted you on? There, there was some differences in, in price. Um, I, I don't recall the exact differences, but... Um, it actually got down to two vendors in the end, um, and one of them just wasn't able to do a lot of the integrations with um, with the state, um, with DOT and DOJ um, that the system um, could benefit greatly from, mm -hmm. and so that kind of tipped it, no pun intended, in the favor of tips. Um, thank you. Any further questions? If not, thank you. Thanks, all three of you, for being with us. Any discussion? Seeing none, those in favor of the motion to adopt will say aye. Aye. Opposed, no. The ayes have it. That takes us to agenda item number 14, which I had a few questions on. Is anyone here from Traffic Engineering Division? I don't see anybody. Okay. Well, I'll ask my questions of TE offline then. Could I have a motion to adopt item 14, please? Move approval. Second. Moved and seconded to adopt agenda item 14. Any discussion? Seeing none, those in favor of the question will say aye. Aye. Opposed, no. The ayes have it. The resolution is adopted. Does that take us to agenda item 19, I believe? Is there a motion? Move approval. Second. Moved and seconded to adopt uh, agenda uh, number 19. Uh, questions? Thank you. I just had a few questions. I presume this is something that happens every year, Chuck, but I have not been a part of this before, so I just had a couple questions, um, particularly about the waiver services. So we, are we essentially just receiving the federal share that the county would receive for this from Medicaid, and they're just transferring it directly to us? Am I understanding that correctly? Correct. The federal funding comes through Dane County. It is eligible for transportation purposes, such as these paratransit trips, and they pass that through to us to meet those transportation requirements. Okay. And 
Is this just transportation for the city, or is it wider throughout the county? Um, it is in our service area, so we have service in Middleton and uh, Fitchburg and the town of Madison, so it's in our fixed route service area. Okay. And has there been any precedent for the county to contribute any of their funds to this other than just transferring federal dollars to us? Uh, there are some small funds that go to paratransit. There's been a lot of discussion should that change. Actually, this issue with MA waiver, when the county goes into family care in either 2017 or 2018, is likely to change this routine agreement. It won't be routine anymore. So there are no funds of this significance that the county's talked about providing for paratransit, but there are some uh, cooperative arrangements and smaller dollar amounts that they help with. Okay. Thank you for that. Any further questions, Alder Person Romo? So, obviously, Alder Eskridge being more in healthcare knew what MA meant, but so I didn't know. I was going to email you, Thank but you. I just kind of lost it. So it would have been medical nice. assistance. So it's federal dollars. It would have been nice to just say what it was for us. Yes, like absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Further questions? Right. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you. Discussion? Seeing none, those in favor of adopting a resolution will say aye. Aye. Opposed, no. The ayes have it. Uh, agenda item number 21. Is there a motion, please? Move approval. Moved and I think Second. seconded. We had an older person, McKinney, moved and older person, Rommel, seconded first. Thank you all. Uh, questions on item 21? Older person, Eskridge. And the city attorney, made, by the way, is the expert on this. Perfect. I see that he is ready. <laughs> As always, prepared. I just had a couple questions. Um, if you could give us a little bit of context, um, particularly let us know if this is in any way different than our current practice or if it's simply putting into code what our current practice is. We don't have a current practice. Okay. Um, this arose uh, several years ago when there were issues involving some of these friends of groups, um, and there really were essentially no rules uh, governing how we operated with them. Um, I worked with a number of them to draft this um, and uh, being proposed to, to do this. It's sort of minimal registration and some rules about how they operate. Uh, the other thing it does is it puts into the ordinances uh, $10,000 as the ceiling for gifts without going to the council for approval. Uh, right now there's an old resolution out there Three or five thousand dollars, I can't remember, but it's not in the ordinances anywhere, so we're constantly getting questions of how much of a gift can we accept without having to go to the council. So now that'll be publicly available here. And for organizations that register um, with the city and we know that they're in existence, they can make ongoing contributions at any time without having to come to the council. Great, thank you. Hmm? Anything else? For the discussion, seeing none on the question, which is adoption. All those in favor, aye. 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 Opposed, no. Motion carries. Item 22. We have a motion, please. Of adoption. Is there a second? Second. Discussion. I pulled this off. Uh, Pardon? I pulled this off because it just struck me how uh, how the percentage increase of the fine seemed, you know, noticeable. And, you know, maybe not so much in dollar amounts, but having been a, a small business person who thinks they're budgeting for next year's fines when they go up 15 to 25%, it's just wondered how often they've been changed. Is this like 
you know, just some basically some questions about that. Well, has anybody got a history on this stuff? I can respond, I believe, to all the personal questions, Mayor. If that may be Matt uh, Michalajewski would, would might want to stick around for this too, since it's his his division. But in any event, uh, the first question is to how how um, often does the city uh, increase the, their fees, not forfeitures, not fines, but the fees for um, vending. This is street vending fees. It's been several years since we increased the fees on what in effect here are all food carts uh, in the city. Uh, one of the reasons why we held off was because of the reconstruction of the seven and 800 blocks of State Street, um, otherwise known as Library Mall by many. Uh, and so I don't have the exact year, unfortunately, for you, older person Rummel, as to when the last time we raised these fees, but it had been several years. Uh, in terms of uh, where this came from, um, you might recall there was a budget amendment that I sponsored here at the Board of Estimates last fall to the operating budget that anticipated that these fees would be increased and that every dollar of them would be um, put toward downtown placemaking activities. This was seen as a follow-up to the uh, ordinance amendment to increase sidewalk cafe fees. This was kind of part of, as the mayor well knows, uh, uh, agreement with many of the restaurateurs and other downtown stakeholders uh, to uh, look at all of the fees globally, and this is and the second part of that. In terms of then where we came up with the specific fees, it was simply uh, myself working with street vending coordinator Warren Hansen at what he thought was reasonable, uh, what he saw from his expertise in terms of the popularity. You all might not realize this, but we have a fair waiting list for food cart locations on the Capitol Square and, and Library Mall. So this is something that's uh, you know highly desirable in the case of many of these types of licenses based on location. Thank you. Thank you. Further questions or discussion? Seeing none on the question of adoption of item 22, all those in favor, aye. 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 Opposed, no. Motion carries. 25, we have a motion. Is there a second? Second. Motion is second. Discussion. Alderman Rubble. Okay, now I, I'm sorry. I just got stuck on the pickiness of the word or, and um, both it shows up several times throughout the text, and I just wondered what it meant when at the very end it says or public restroom, and it didn't mean instead of um, a shelter. I assume. I assume it meant and or or something like that, and I just wanted to clarify that because. It charged me. It could be like a shelter or a bathroom. Like what? Do we have the author of this here? Yeah, if I could interject as Gene Hoffman's coming forward. My intent, I worked with Gene on this substitute. So what we have before us is the substitute, I hope, as part of the motion. Is adopting the substitute was um, and or. But I was, to use your word, all the first one being overly picky with Ms. Hoffman's <laughs> wordsmithing over and over of this um, that we went, worked on together. This is somewhat sensitive to um, constituents in the area of our third child building. And so I'm, I was somewhat sensitive and felt that the first version of this was not very detailed. So we kind of went overboard in terms of the detail here and in all of the editing and wordsmithing. We, you know, it was, certainly was my intention to say shelter and or public restroom. And I'll let That's Ms. Hoffman correct. speak for herself. This will be a, a study to look at the potential of the Fairchild, Fairchild, Fairchild building, and so we'll look at all different 
potentials, um, not one or the other, but a combination of, of them. So it wouldn't be likely that you'd come back, they would say, oh, you could put a bathroom there, and that's all it would be. I mean, no. that's my no. taking it to the... No, we will be looking at multiple okay. options. Thank you. Further questions, discussion? And if I could just suggest, Mayor, could we uh, um, add a kind of technical correction here? Uh, uh, hopefully it could be just part of the motion to adopt the substitute that we would insert and... Um, yeah, in, the, in each of those sections that we're discussing where it says, so it would be and slash or, right, public restroom. Well, an editorial correction. If, Thank if you. acceptable uh, to the entire body. It'll probably be easy. Any objection? Seeing none. So wherever or appears, it'll be and slash or. And I'm sure engineering would be happy to correct that and legislate so the finance department doesn't have to worry about it. <laughs> Thank you. Further discussion? Seeing none, all in favor, aye. 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 Opposed, no. Motion carries. Item 26, have a motion. Move adoption of the substitute. Motion to adopt the substitute. Is there a second? Second. Thank you. Discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor, aye. 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 Opposed, no. Motion carries. Item 32, repayment terms of the affordable housing trust funds. Yes. Is there a motion? Move adoption. Is there a second? Second. Discussion? Alderman Rommel. Uh, I had a question, which, of course, I'm not, you're faster than I am. Um, oh, I had asked uh, uh, staff about, you know, just how this program had worked. Um, you know, the, the, the draft statement talked about how we didn't anticipate that the lenders would not give um, buyers who are otherwise qualified um, the additional repayment of the construction loan. And then it occurred to me, are we getting, since we're going to delay this, if this is approved, do we get any appreciation or what, you know, kind of questions like that? And also just a general um, update on how the sales have gone and the whole, the whole progress. Of so on Mosaic Ridge, who wants to handle these questions? We had a couple of people. Three. So we've got the A team. Who wants to lead off? Sure. Uh, I can give a, just a general update. Um, we always knew this was going to be pretty difficult. Um, you know, we're transforming a neighborhood, um, and we made it harder by adding um, income requirements. So for these 24 single-family houses, um, a third were targeted at market rate, a third are at the 50 to 80 percent of area median income, and a third are for um, households at 50 percent or less of area median income, which, which is a, a challenge. So um, we, we had a home buyer class targeting people in the neighborhood, um, and they went through a year-long class where they fixed credit, learned about home ownership, those sorts of issues. Um, and the problem that we've run into at the, at the end of the class is that um, there's been some rule changes on the federal level that have tightened um, lending so that the uh, debt-to-income ratio is, is very rigid. Um, and then the way that they count the Section 8 home ownership voucher is different than it used to be, so it doesn't go as far. So um, we have a couple of households that, you know, it's not about affordability of the house that's stopping them. It's about the way that the bank looks at their income, that they cannot get a big enough first mortgage um, to make it work. So what we're asking for is a, a change to allow these construction loans to fill that gap. 
some more detail. Um, well, that, that pretty much summarizes okay. it. I mean, um, we looked at some you know, specific cases, and then um, another thing is we're looking at um, um, single family, um, one person having an income versus, let's say, a two person who has a higher income. So when we were doing the estimates for this program, if these were um, a household of four, we would have higher income limits who would get a larger loan amount from these private lenders. Um, but what we're seeing is it's um, single mothers with children. So the income um, is a lot lower that they're getting the financing from the private lenders. So now we're offering this um, long-term deferred loan with the same repayment terms that our current programs use. So um, we use a shared appreciation model. So we're invested in, in these properties for the long, a long term, um, but at the end when they sell it or they no longer own or occupy it, they would pay us back the principal that they borrowed plus any share of appreciation. Would there be a reason to mention that that is part of the payback? Or? Is that just part of our practice and we assume It's that. part of our practice. It's part of our goals and objectives in the um, Community Development Division. So any loans right now that go out for owner-occupied properties have those repayment terms. And so it would be in the contract as well with the agency. Said, I'll put this in perspective. You said we were, and you're speaking past, past tense. Matt, you also spoke past tense. Why don't you give us some chronology as to the inception of the program and, and where we've been. Sure. So um, so the city acquired a large tract of land on Ally Drive, and the, it was a multi-phase redevelopment plan. So we first cleared the apartment buildings that were there. Phase one was our Revival Ridge apartment building, um, which is uh, a low-income housing. In the year? Uh, that would be 2009. 2009 that opened, so the CDA owns, operates that. Um, it was largely people from the neighborhood moving in. Um, the second phase was supposed to be a condo-style development, um, but because of the recession and the, the changes in the market, that, that phase got skipped, and we jumped right to home ownership, which was always um, part of the plan. Um, so that really, st two years ago, we started working on that. We had to go through land use approvals. We set up this class to to attract people from the neighborhood. Um, and we, last year we um, built a sales center model house and we ran into a storm sewer vault uh, where it was not supposed to be. So that slowed down progress as we redrew lot lines and adjusted for that. Things are back on track. We have a, uh, a new model house under construction right now that'll open in the spring. Uh, Habitat for Humanity is planning to take a lot and uh, start construction on that in the spring, and we'll sort of redouble our marketing efforts now that we've got some, some momentum going. And then uh, this change would um, allow at least one homeowner who we have uh, lined up, who went through the class, uh, it, they're pre-approved for a mortgage. This would likely allow them to, to start construction. And just to put it in perspective, so the housing slump begins in 08. We really hit uh, a bad spot in 09, which continues for several more years. When we get to 2012, 2013, Madison's housing market starts to stabilize. And in the last 18 months, uh, most middle and upper income homeowners and the properties that they would buy uh, have been moving, and the Madison market's very healthy. 
for first-time low-income home buyers. Um, they still got some tough, uh, tough challenges ahead, and so what we're trying to do is get them into this market, and this is an adjustment that uh, will help that occur. Um, we don't believe in any way we're doing anything to compromise underwriting standards, uh, but we're, we're really working to, to get moderate-income families successfully housed and in a stable financial situation. They are actually stable, but you know, through, through this we're able to uh, make sure that there's no hidden obstructions for them along the way in terms of price points. I don't know if I said that quite right, but... Mm -hmm. Alderman McKinney? Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Um, very interesting. I'd like to know um, how many um, tenants went through the program. Two questions. How many went through the, uh, the housing classes? And um, how many are now qualified but waiting for Move sure. Uh, we started with 19. Um, we had a, a couple of people drop out because they 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 didn't really need the class. They were sort of at a point where they they could go off on their own, so they they stopped coming. At the end, I think we had 12 people graduate from the class. Um, from that, we had two who were really ready to go. They could they could go to the bank the next day and and get pre-qualified. We had an, another person who. Um, we routed to Habitat for Humanity because that was a, a better option for them. And most of the rest of the people in the class, um, they needed another year or two to correct their credit just because some of the stuff just takes time to, to work through and, and have your... Who's your giving the class these days, by the way? Uh, that was Green Path offered the class. Are they the only ones left? P pretty much, yeah. So, um I mean, we, we're now running a similar program through our um, the EOP process, um, and now we're contracting with um, Ellen Bernard's LLC, branched off of Green Path. So, um, similar program being run now. This is the conversations that we all had over in the basement of the Villager five yep. years ago. Yep. So, one follow-up question, but really go into two. Um, so the ones that are still not quite ready, um, they have been referred to this program to continue to move them forward? Uh, I think we referred them to the Financial Education Center um, through UW Extension. Okay. Yep. So now they're getting um, like mentoring and coaching through this time. So one follow-up question and I'll be done. Very interesting. Is this a model that you're looking to expand? And at what point do you anticipate um, what's your break point to say that, yes, this is successful and we're ready to move it into another community or another area? So we're actually expanding it right now. So through the um, Fall um, Emerging Opportunities Program, uh, Wisconsin <coughs> Partnership and Ellen Bernard's LLC came in with a proposal. Um, so we are going to be um, actually contracting with them this year where we're now doing this 12-month um, education program, one-on-one -on -one counseling, mentoring, um, and it's targeted to the Southwest NRT areas as well as Leopold. So you'll be hearing more about that actually in like this next week. I have a smile on my face. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> 
let me let me just pick up on it for a second to wrap it up. Um, and maybe you all want to go see the movie The Big Short. Um, when we look at when the housing market collapsed and the underwriting issues, what happened is there were some horrendous underwriting practices. As a result, there were two very bad things that were done in reaction to that. First, there was an assumption that anyone was, who was low income was a high credit risk, an equation of low income credit risk. And secondly, there was an assumption that changes needed to be made in underwriting standards. And what happened is some changes were made and they went in the wrong direction. So on terms of key points, if you look at the underwriting standards, it's not so much a function as to whether or not someone has a large down payment as much as it's a function that the household has a steady income commensurate with the mortgage and they've taken a home buyer's course. And in fact, um, we had far greater success here with people who would have been considered high risk in the sand states. And we had very good success here in Wisconsin using good underwriting standards in situations where people may have had a relatively low down payment but a great a great uh, history of being financially responsible and as we've learned being financially responsible is not what do I want to say coterminous in evaluating a loan with how much money someone has. And so we've seen this, this reaction nationally. And what we're trying to do here is, is make adjustments, recognize the importance of these classes and the tutelage that comes with it, along with the responsibility of the individual who may not have extreme wealth. So, and that's where the staff's been working on this. Anything else you want to fill in on that? And one thing I had asked Matt is, like, since I was on the Housing Strategy Committee, and we always take our lessons when we would incorporate this lesson, and he did indicate that they would, on the next version, on low-income homeownership, add some more um, you know, observations about this. Right. The first version does talk about, our first recommendation was doubling down on education, which uh, that's happening. But I, I think um, we'll definitely dig deeper into how these lending Standards have, are really keeping a significant portion of our population out of the homeownership market. Thank you. Follow-up questions, please. Um, again, very fascinating. So to um, to look at getting more of a background as you begin to move in the southwest um, area of the city, is that something that I would reconnect with you, or how is that process going forward? 
Um, so my plan actually was um, I'm going to the NRT leaders meeting next week to connect with the NRT leaders, um, and we're going to have a stakeholders meeting um, to make sure that we have the right people around the table and then start outreach of who do we need to connect to um, so people um, in the community will come together and give us some input um, and make sure that we're getting um, the word out to um, anyone, connect with the community ambassadors um, in those areas and the community leaders. Thank you. Yep. Further discussion? Seeing none on the question, which is adoption, all those in favor, aye. 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 Opposed, no. Motion carries. Thank you very much. Nice job. Um, now we got to go through some lengthy introduction of the next subject, so we can go into a full session. Uh, Alderman Revere. Is there anything that we can say in open session, or should we go right to closed session? Dan? Like starting closed session. Closed session right away? Okay. All right, very good then. Well, then, uh, Mayor, I would move that uh, the Board of Estimates uh, go into closed session pursuant to Section 19.85 sub 1 sub E Wisconsin statutes, which reads as follows. Deliberating or negotiating the purchasing of public properties, the investing of public funds, or conducting other specified business whenever competitive or bargaining reasons require a closed session. Uh, assuming that the motion is adopted and we do convene into closed session, as described upon completion of the closed session, notice is hereby given that we may reconvene in open session to consider the same item without waiting 12 hours pursuant to Wisconsin statutes, section 19.85 sub 2. And this relates to an update on the Garver feed mill agenda item 35. Okay, is there a motion then? Any formal motion to go in and close? That was in the form of a motion, okay, I thought. Second. Yes. Okay, second. <laughs> Roll call. Uh, Alder Eskert? Aye. Alder McKinney? Aye. Alder Rummel? No. Alder Revere? Aye. With the, as it's fully made with... Do you need to call the roll to go back into open session? I don't know. Mm -hmm. We're all here. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I would move that we would that we accept the staff uh, report and direct staff to provide the Board of Estimates with an interim report on a, at our April 11th Board of Estimates meeting that will cover three elements. The first is the ground lease, PSA, and financial assistance components. The second is the, st the status of the land use application process. And the third is an update on money from private sources. And that if, and if there is new information before April 11, that we would have a meeting before then to get a report. Second. Motion and second. Discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor, aye. 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 Opposed, no. Motion carries. Move to adjourn. Is there a second? Second. Second. Not debatable. All those in favor, aye. 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 Those no. Motion carries. Our hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Yay.